Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, world. Welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. I thought that when the election was over, I'm laughing as I say this, that things would calm down. Uh, the political bitterness and the fighting back and forth, it would calm down. It would be kumbaya, but it isn't kumbaya. It's gotten even worse. We have gone, let me say it this way, Trump has brought us to a new level in this battle, in this election battle. Not properly so. Uh, He should not be doing this. Uh, He probably doesn't know better. Is that a nice way of putting uh, that he's being vengeful, vengeful, uh, etc.? Bad, bad situation, and I'll be covering it in different parts of my uh, discussions this evening. We're going to move tonight to Delaware, France, Russia, Washington, D.C., Rome, Italy, and Sanibel Island, Florida. Let's start with this. Biden was elected. There's no question he has been elected. He's got something like 20 or 30 more extra votes, extra electoral college votes. In the states where he won, he's got a significant plurality that anything that's found in a Trump lawsuit about something being wrong with the electoral process or the elections won't hold up. Uh, Let me put it to you this way right at the beginning so there's no misunderstanding. Let's assume the state of Pennsylvania, Trump won it by 50,000 votes. Let's assume the 200 of them, for some reason, are improper or irregular. I'm even going to give you 2,000 are improper or irregular. So what? It's not going to affect the vote. He won by the election in that state. He won by 50,000 votes. So 2,000 got screwed up. I don't care if they're illegally obtained. It's only 2,000. He's still 48,000 to the good. So these are whistling in the dark. Uh, lawsuits being brought and everything else. Uh, Saturday night, in the state of Delaware, Biden and uh, Kamala uh, Harris spoke. And I got to tell you something. I was moved by the presentation. Uh, I was moved by the crowd. I was moved by the speeches. I was moved by everything about it, even the fireworks. Uh, Now, it was Saturday night in Delaware. Uh, The people, the people involved. It was uh, Biden's victory speech. I looked at the people. A lot of them were young, young. They're the millennials that everybody's been worrying about. Who are the millennials going to vote for? They voted for uh, Joe Biden when you look at those faces. They were young families. People had their babies and their little kids. They were sitting on top of their cars. People were dancing, dancing right through the whole evening, waving little American flags, big American flags. They were free and easy. They were happy. Their men had won. Now, I want to compare this. 
to Trump's people at the rallies. Trump got, oh, I got 30,000, I got 8,000 people. Biden never brought in that many people. I don't know if it's necessary anymore to bring in thousands of people to a rally. Uh, With the Internet, you don't need it. Uh, Biden proves that. He won without any of these huge rallies. And I also question the validity of the rallies. I just have this gut feeling that a lot of people were busted, and we know this. And I think a lot of people were paid to come in. That's how I feel. That's how I see it. Now, let me tell you, look at the faces. Recall the faces, the people's faces at the Trump rallies. These were grim-faced people. They were not very happy. They yelled. They screamed. They laughed. But it wasn't like at the Biden affair, where they were truly joyous. That's the only way it can be described. Uh, there's a difference in the people. There's a difference in their ages also. The the older people, and my, I'm very old, I'm 85, but let's take the people in their 50s, 60s, and 70s, that generation. Many are unhappy, and I can understand. The promise of America went down the tubes in the last 30 years. We've got to bring it all back. And it went further down the tubes in the last four years under Trump. And I can see why they're unhappy, and they might have a bitter appearance. Now, some people follow the rules, some people don't. At the Biden uh, affair Saturday night, everybody wore a mask. (laughs) They had masks on the little kids. Everyone wore a mask. At the, at the Trump affairs that we saw, the rallies, no one wore a mask. No wonder these people got sick with coronavirus. Social distancing did not exist at the Trump, at the Biden affair. I guess it was just too hard. They had their cars all pulled into huge parking lots and people sitting on top, dancing between the cars. But there was no social dancing, nor was there social dancing on the stage at the end when Biden's family came out and Harris's family came out. And between the two of them, with the number of people there, they could have won an election, and there was no social distancing because there was no room and no one was wearing a mask. They did bad. Um, I was turned on by the American flags. Trump has tons of American flags They're behind him. Reminds me of George Patton. Remember the movie they made about Patton years ago? At the opening, he comes out in his military gear, and he's standing in front of, it's just tons of of American flags. It's him and all these flags. And that was the appearance that Trump, I think, wanted to give and did give. But this was different with Biden. They were holding the flags, little ones, medium-sized. Some had the big flags, and they were waving them. And they were happy to wave them. They kept, a lot of these people kept waving them. I don't know, their arms kept going. I'll tell you what it reminded me of, Biden's affair. And it, it was good to see this warmth, this genuine warmth, genuine seriousness. World War II, VE Day, VJ Day, the end of the wars in Europe and Japan. 1945, I was 10 years old, and I remember it distinctly. No one worked. My father took the day off from work, but everybody did. 
and he took me every place by day and every place by night. And our main streets in Utica, New York, were packed with people. And they were dancing, and they were singing, and they kept crying. Everybody cried. No one cried at Biden's affair, but at the end of the war, everybody cried, too. But they were happy, and there was a joy because this war of five years uh, where everyone had someone in the war. Everyone had several of their family members in the war. It was a big deal. It was a tough situation. But I saw that joy Saturday night at Joe Biden's event. Now, I came up with this little ditty. I thought, I thought it, it, it applied here to Donald Trump. The Wizard of Oz. Remember? Ding, dong. The witch is dead. Ding, dong. The wicked witch is dead. The munchkins going down the yellow brick road and singing. Ding, dong. The witch is dead. Now, I thought it was apropos to raise that uh, with regard to Trump's defeat. Trump was defeated. The wicked witch was defeated. Evil is defeated in my mind if Trump is defeated. Now you say, Lewis, how could you say that? Why would you say it? Well, remember Margaret Thatcher? She was the prime minister of England, Great Britain, for many years. For some reason, they kept reelecting her, but no one liked her. I could never understand that. And when she died in 2013, okay, the people went out in the streets and sang, Ding dong, the wicked witch is dead. And so if it's good enough for Margaret Thatcher, it's good enough for Donald Trump. And it does fit. It was, it's a political death. I'm going to give you another one. We're going to talk about Julius Caesar now and the dogs of war. The dogs of war. Interesting phrase, the dogs of war. I didn't come up with it on my own. I don't even think I ever heard of the term. And it's in Julius Caesar, by the way, Shakespeare's Julius Caesar, which I've read. I think I read it three or four times over my lifetime and never picked up on the terminology, dogs of war. But one of the I do a blog every morning, as you know, and someone who comments on my blog uh, threw that in yesterday morning and said Trump had unleashed was unleashing the dogs of war and saying, in effect, that the Biden people and the Trump people, he was pitting them in a conflict, confrontation that was going to get worse. It would be the dogs of war. Now, here's how it played out. Uh, you know that Julius Caesar got killed at the Senate. Remember, at, at two, at eight, was it? At a brute. Uh, and there was his body on the steps of the Senate. And Mark Anthony was delivering his uh, eulogy, speaking well of him. And he felt badly for Caesar. And he compared, compared Caesar's dead spirit, okay, as ranging from revenge, ranging from revenge, revenge being the key word here. And what he was saying is that Caesar was going to come back from hell. No question about it. He was in hell. He was he was a good guy, but Mark Anthony thought he was coming back from hell. And he was bringing with him ache, A-T-E, which I could not understand. And I have read the, 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 the Shakespeare's piece several times. But ache 
is bad people or bad things or animals coming out of hell. And at some point, Caesar was going to have these animals, huge animals, unleashed because they were leashed, and would have them go up to the Senate and take on the Senate and eat them because they had done bad to Julius Caesar. Uh, in fact, the cry would be in Julius Caesar, it would be, Mark Anthony would say, cry havoc and let's slip the dogs of war. Cry havoc and let's slip the dogs of war. The dogs of war were these wild animals coming out of hell with Caesar to get revenge for Caesar on the senators who killed him. And to me, the comment as it applies to the election is Trump. He's not happy. He lost the election. That's the way it goes. You win some, you lose some in this world. There ain't anyone who's always won. We all have lost and won. And But he wants vengeance now. And you can see it by the things he's done since the since Election Day. The things Trump is doing, you can see them. He seeks revenge on those that did not support him. Look at the people that he's fired in the last couple of days and the people he's putting into office. The election's over. He's got 70 days left. Why is he firing people? All right, it's all over, except in Donald Trump's head. And he wants revenge. And he wants the dogs of war. He's going to unleash them. And that's what he's doing with these lawsuits and everything else. He's unleashing the dogs of war. Now, what's and that's the story there. What's very interesting now is my show is supposed to be 30 minutes. And I just got notice here that it's cutting out at, in 60 seconds at 9.15. I don't know why, because I got a terrific show tonight, as you can already see. Uh, also, let me say this quickly. I don't know why this, this show is getting cut short. I have no control over that. The bill's paid. But uh, Trump wants to leave when he finally gets his ass out of the White House, a scorched earth. And I compare it to what the Russians did to Napoleon. Napoleon attacked Russia. He could have overpowered them. The Russians couldn't beat him if they played the game the, the correct way. But what they did to avoid meeting Napoleon's army head on. They went deeper and deeper into Russia, the Russian army. They burned their fields. They burned their ant. They killed their animals. They burned their homes. They left the scorched earth. And that's what Trump wants to leave when he does finally leave the White House, a scorched earth. Now, I suspect I'm supposed to go off again in one minute. I've got 10 seconds. I don't know why, folks. I'm sorry. Good night. It's been my pleasure being with you.